Welcome to Drinking Bros Sports, brought to you by KillCliffCBD.com. Sit back, relax, and grab a fucking drink. Oh shit, Bob's not here to say welcome. Uh, I don't know what to do now, but uh, this guy might. This is uh, Dan Register. Everyone, uh, It's been a while, Giorgio. Say hello to him. It has been a while. It has been a minute since we've done a UFC show. I've missed uh, it. I have too. I've missed I you, too. even though I see I you. I mean, for a while, they were flying us out. We, were go- we-, we had hotel rooms. We were staying and going to every UFC event. Giving you that live play-by-play coverage. And now we don't even have somebody to switch our show. So no, you're stuck no. with the wide. Yeah, I feel like uh, you guys, you know, we needed you to kind of chime in and, and tell the studio how much you loved MMA. And uh, it's been crickets, to be honest, Dan. It, it's been crickets kind of the last few months with the pay-per-view cards, though. It has. I fair. feel like AJ Gamble's really just been holding it down for us. You know, he's probably already in the chat. Um, I think uh, Ch- uh, Matt Chips keeps telling us to interview Tanner Bozier. Yeah, yeah. He keeps wanting us to do that. I don't know. Chaps, Chips? I yeah, I, I, don't, I, I can't pronounce right. his I'm name. Sorry, man. Uh, but yeah, he just keeps pushing for us to interview Tanner Bozier. And it's like, dude, man, maybe. <laughs> if, we can, if, he can, we can, if we can find the if time. If we're big enough, you know? Exactly. You know, he's a, he's a big dude. Uh, we got Nico in the chat, Logan, Franco, Bill Schofield. You know, it's uh, it's nice uh, you guys would come hang out with us and talk a little mixed martial arts because we have Halloween an amazing weekend. card. Halloween weekend, Dubai. Yeah, I don't think they they celebrate Halloween there, do they? No, Bruce Buffer, which is scary. Okay, so I have seen someone else announce, but I forget his name, and it's only been on like rare fight cards. Like who's taking over for uh, Bruce Buffer? Yeah, I think it's, I think it's a short dude. Isn't it Rodriguez or something? It's like a um, Spanish name. Uh, can't. Uh, I'll look it up while we kind of go through this. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, no, I don't. I'm excited for this card. Uh, I'm not. I'm kind of cautious. So we're back to Fight Island. So I feel like that's the main takeaway, which means every single Dagestani slash Muslim fighter yes. is on this card. Yes, yes, I'm a little cautious with how I feel about this card and all my picks because. Uh, I like a lot of dogs. This is a, like a dangerously disputed I'm going to lose card. a lot of money this weekend. Are you? I'm, tell- I'm telling you, I'm going to lose a lot of money this weekend. So do not follow my picks. <sighs> I don't know, man. I mean, Off the bat. I'm just looking at this main card right now, just down the line, and like every one of these fights could be contested. Every single one of them. Maybe. I don't know. It, it usually goes pretty chalk with the UFC, for being real. Like, it really does, but uh, I don't know if that's just Vegas has it figured out. But, I mean, this one is just, it's gambles. Gambles down the line. I mean, you just go top to bottom. Jan versus Glover, kind of a toss-up. Give Jan a little little edge. Peter versus Sanhagen, that's just a pick em. You roll dice on that. Know, Hooker Islam? Do you want to fight fucking Pitta, Jan, on a short notice? Like, I know Sanhagen, when was He's TJ? seven inches taller than I him. I know, but the TJ fight was, what, two months ago, three months ago? Yeah. I, time is flat circle. We don't know. Uh, but he has, apparently, Sanhagen, after that fight, started training, and kept, or he kept training, and said he was ready for this fight as a fill-in, even though he was probably, like, the third option. He was that third phone call. Right. Because you, pro- you had TJ, who's injured, so he obviously can't come in and fill in for uh, Sterling. Uh, Rob Font, I don't know why he's not more in the mix i feel like I he's just he's, fall, he's falling off the wayside he's also hurt maybe i don't know i think he just doesn't have the allure that some of these other guys have like right. Sanhagen's flying knee like i mean his elbows his dangerous attacks he's like people want to watch him. way more exciting fighter yes for sure mm-hmm. um i love that <laughs> fucking yan during his uh workouts 
did the the knee to his uh the illegal knee to his trainer. Yeah. <laughs> just reenacted that, just kind of dancing on uh, Sterling's grave. That was pretty funny. You know. I, I mean, guess. it's not funny that he had to have neck surgery. I don't know if it was because of that or not, but you know, they all lined up. Islam Hooker, Volkov Tabara, and you got Return of Chimaev, yeah. and then you got Magomed Anolkovev, who people don't know was a uh, German freestyle, or sorry, a uh, uh, Russian Greco-Roman wrestler and uh, international master of sport. So, I mean, we've got some like really talented people coming up on this card. And even in the prelim, you got Amanda Rivas versus Verna, who I-, I would like to start there if you care about talking about women. If you want, man. Uh, I mean, not the best <laughs> profile pick for Verna. No, they really don't treat did these women dirty. MMA fighters very well, which is, is kind of it's kind of upsetting because uh, there are some very attractive uh, yeah, fighters out there. Yeah, but you know, it's very fitting for the uh, Middle East, right? Right. And if you notice, it's the only female <clears throat> fight on the card. It is. And they're both Brazilian and they're both brown. And I wonder why. Do you think they make them come out in burkas? No. No, I'm not, I'm not even putting that out. I think they just don't respect women to do anything. So that's why it's a, a male-dominant card. And I mean, you're, that in, is by you're, design. You're, you're in that region, so I feel like you would try to pump as many people from there as you can. And there's, what, can. two title fights? I think yep. they, the reason they had to push the, or they had to keep the on fight, and they, they're throwing Sanhagen in there, is I believe they owe Dubai a certain amount of title shots, or title fights, right. when they go. So I think two is minimum. Okay, I mean, like, I, I don't hate that. I mean, they're basically inventing titles at this point. Yeah. There's two, I mean, they, there's two titles did, per weight class. They, they essentially did for the Derek Lewis fight. Yeah, and, and I the, mean... Uh, the Gon fight. So Cyril Gon is, I guess he's, he's kind of heavyweight champion. That, that's a made-up title. Sure. After, like, not even 10 wins in the UFC or whatever his record sure. is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sure. Um, yeah. And no. the, the BMF belt, like, uh, is that even ever going to be contested again? I don't or think he just... Dana White made that up. I think that was single-handedly The Rock, right? The Rock just came in with it. <laughs> Dana had no idea about the BMF no. belt in the rocks. Just like, yeah, yeah. kind of went with it. Um, but I'm excited for this card. This is a great card. So it's a free first free, of all. Free, free first off, kind of a free pay per view. Um, if I mean, it's just the ESPN Plus subscription, which is like I don't know, like seven dollars. And I mean, if you don't have ESPN Plus, are you really a drinking bro? Like, how do you follow up with what we're talking about if you don't have ESPN Plus? How do you watch Dan win his golf bets if you don't have ESPN Plus? How are you going to rewatch the Paula Costa fight if you don't have ESPN Plus? God, I watched that like twice. The Vittorio Costa? Yeah. He looks so much bigger. It was like when you choose video game characters. Because they fought at 205. Like, I originally, like, I, I made the mistake on Monday. I'm like, oh, yeah, they fought at 195. And no, no, they fought at 205. Yeah, originally Costa was like, Costa's camp was like, he's going to have trouble making weight. And I'm like, I think we could go 195. By 20 pounds. He, an entire weight class. That's and still insane. sucked. I mean, sucked, No, he was great. He couldn't do damage. It was super surprising to me. Even no, with all that power and all that. Vittori's just a fucking block. You know who else is a block? Verna. Verna can take damage. Um, and what's interesting is you look at the McKenzie Dern matchup between both these girls. Uh, Verna, more of a ground-heavy fighter, where uh, Rebus is more of a stand-up, stand-up specialist. Mackenzie Dern takes out uh, uh, Verna, but beats Rebus. Or sorry, but loses to Rebus. And then you come back and you look at that Marina Rodriguez in the mix as well. And all four of these girls are out there beating each other. Um, strictly betting lines, if you want to look at this, I say Amanda Rebus wins this in a decision. Well, yeah. I mean, do you know what the fucking odds are on my bookie? No, I don't. Right now, Rebus is minus 160. 
Okay. I mean, that's not too much of a betting favorite. No. Not but really, to but, but to start but to start off uh, my let's not spend too much time on this fight. No, nah, I mean I was literally closing and wrapping it up right now. Okay. But you know, just go ahead and interrupt me if you if you want. That's cool too. No, that's fine. Yeah, yeah that's you fine. picked Rebus. Let's move on. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. What's next? Uh, so that obviously is the. I guess how do they even do that? It's ESPN Plus through and through, so it's like I guess it is pay per view for anybody international. So that's the last free fight you get if you're in Canada. Sorry, Canada. Uh, Use a VPN. Yeah, I guess if you use VPN that you're in fucking New York or something. Uh, but yeah, we're opening up. There's six fights on the main card, on the yep. pay-per-view card, technically. Uh, how are you feeling about this light heavyweight bout? Odemir, Swiss, kickboxer, uh, good on his feet, dances quite a bit, wants to move from the outside. Magomed, mm, dangerous, dangerous. I will say, you know who uh, is in for a dangerous weekend? John Anik, trying to pronounce all these names. Oh no, John Anik, he he's he's golden. There's he's no great. one better. He's been on pr- this yeah, earth. but he's been practicing for the last two weeks, undoubtedly. For sure. So I guess, yeah, uh, I, I'm gonna go Magomed in this one just to get the stuff start rolling off uh, in Dubai. I think he's gonna come out with the first big victory. I also think he's just going to control the cage in this one. A little bit more experience, you know. Uh, what's funny is he went to Dagestani State University. Dude, don't he, have couldn't, st- he couldn't get into just Dagestan couldn't University? Get, couldn't get into Dagu. Had to go to state? Had to go to state. Where, where, he, where he trained Greco-Roman wrestling for a year. Okay. <laughs> no, but he was another combat Sambo guy. So all this stuff kind of works together. Um, and then well, Trent- he's currently a minus 305 favorite. So yeah, pretty hefty 3-1 to one favorite. <laughs> I think he I think he dominates this to be honest. I don't I just don't think Odemir gets gets room. Yep. He's part of uh, so I took a three team parlay this weekend. Oh, yeah, totally. He's the first part uh along with Georgia, just money line to beat Florida. Uh-huh. And also uh Volkov, which we'll get to. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, do you think uh Odemir's got any chance here? He's 3 years older, uh same reach advantage, same height, you know. I just think that uh Magomed controls the cage a little bit more, but again, anything can happen. You think he's got a shot? Yeah, I mean it's a fist fight. You, you have a chance. Like I don't know, he could stumble and hit his head on his knee or something. Like he trip on the way to the octagon, going up those stairs. I heard those stairs are a little slippery. You know, he might throw a leg kick, break his leg. It's happened Checks many it. times. Yeah, I mean we don't know. It's yeah, it's a fucking man, two men entering a cage. Anything can happen, but I mean most likely no, he's going to lose. He's going to get dominated. Yeah, yeah most likely. Yeah. Um, fourteen and one. Last loss was to Paul Craig of all people. Got submitted in a triangle choke. Yeah, of course, of course. Fuck you, Paul Craig. That's yeah. all you got. We know. That's all he's got. You break men's arms and you throw in triangle chokes. But his record outside that hasn't been that impressive. Two fights over Kutalabra, you know, and then uh, last one over Nikita Kurlov. It's not, it's not the, the most dangerous guys in the division, if you know what I mean, in 205. Mm-hmm. But as we were going to get on earlier, 205 needs new blood, doesn't it? It does. Um, <laughs> I just want to pause we'll, here we'll and talk, talk about 205. About it. We'll talk more about it when we get to the fucking main event um, with Glover Teixeira and 
kind of like the implications moving forward if he somehow pulls off the upset. Do you like how they do this of throwing some of the upcoming guys like early on the main card of the weight class where you saw Islam, you know, on that Michael Chandler card and a few of those other people? It wasn't on the Chandler card, but you saw Islam on one of the earlier cards of the of the 155 pound division. Um it, it, it catches you up as a fan. Like if you're if you're there watching a little bit, you kind of you get an understanding for the weight class a little bit. Uh Kind of like the way uh, PFL does it, where they just fight all of them at the same time. So it was uh, Ozdemir's last win against uh, Rakic. Mm-hmm. Rakic. I think was we it, watched. Was that, wasn't that a dog shit fight? Oh, it was terrible. It was like one of the worst fights. Like, I think doesn't fucking Cormier refer to it as one of the worst fights in UFC history? I think so. And then he lost also to Yuri. He lost Yuri. And then he beat Latifi. I mean, lost to Dominic Reyes. Lost uh, to Anthony Smith. Lost to DC. Lost to Yuri. Yeah, anybody kind of lost to Anthony Smith, fucking anybody with lost a name. O- he beat OSP, though, which was back in 2017. I guess that's when OSP ran. OSP to- is a tweener, man. Dude, he's been talking shit. He can't. He's not a heavyweight. He's not a light heavyweight. He's, that, this is why there should be a division between 205 and 265. Like, I think it'd be a nice 225-pound division, I think, would, be, would do pretty well. But then who are those? I think it dilutes the heavyweight division too much as well. No. There's not enough talent there. Like I do feel bad for the tweeners the same way I feel bad for Nate Diaz. Hashtag not really. Nico but, just said arm triangle. No, I said he, fucking Paul Craig has the triangle choke and he also breaks arms. That's the only two things he has. Yes. 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 And we saw it live. We did. I just don't care for Paul Craig. I don't care for him as a fighter. No. As a man. No. Yeah, he's just... He's just there. He just looks weird, too. Yeah. Yeah. He's got the face paint. Not, not about it, dude. You're trying too hard. He's trying very, very hard. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Should we uh, talk about our baby boy, Shemayev, coming back from COVID? So, uh, first of all, go ahead and lead with the odds on this one, because I want to know what Vegas has on this guy who's been out for a year, who was on all this hype, who was next up in the division. You know, what was Vegas? On my on? bookie, he is currently minus 600. And that solely is off name recognition. Because, you know, people like myself, the casuals. Mm-hmm. We see, we see his name. Yep. We recognize it. We're like, oh, yeah, that, that dude's a fucking beast. Mm-hmm. I'm a randomly, you know, I want, I want to pay attention. I will throw $100 on it. And they will. Because I think it's a sure thing. Right. And so, I mean, this is kind of like, they do this a lot in golf, too, with um, the bigger names like Tiger. Mm-hmm. His odds are always just probably not where they should be. No, just massively blown out of proportion. Right. But do you think the leech has a chance? Yeah. I mean, Chimaya, we have no idea. What we have, yeah, we don't, don't know where he's coming out. Chimaya's don't know what his cardio is. You know, he's fighting a Chinese guy who's in extreme shape. Battler. Angry dude. Probably not one of the best technical fighters in the division, but you're in for a war. And he was one of the few, uh, like, our age that got fucked up by COVID. Yeah. And, like, I don't know how he's going to recover from that. No, so I, I mean, is this, the, is, this, is this a, like, what's, uh, what's Zhang Lang Li's, uh, what is he plus right now? 400, so you can get four to one odds. Ah, <sighs> uh, yeah, I, so I that's told you, man, insane. I like a lot of fucking dogs here. Ooh, some juicy juice right there. Oh, juice, and you only got to really, like, especially with the dogs on these cards, you hit, you bet on four of them, one of them hits, you pretty much cover your assets. Or maybe you take one dog and a two for sure thing parlay, get some extra juice. No, 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 don't, no, don't fuck no. with that. Don't do that. Because then one guy ruins it. Gamble one of your for sure. Sh- you guys. Uh, 
Uh, yeah, I think if it's any, not a tomato if any of the, if, No, it's, it's not a minus six hundred. Like, there's no it's, reason. It, for no, this should this should be like plus two fifty kind of thing. Area is what I'm thinking. You know, yeah. I would not be surprised if Chimaev came out here and and just didn't get it done. Like, I don't want to call it ring rust, but just like lack of lack of being in those positions and being in those situations post COVID. Like Obviously, you, you can train. Chimaev has the, the advantage wrestling and he could just smish. Uh, but what people don't know is, uh, Chimaev, but does he have the cardio for that right now? Again, what I was alluding to with, with the, with the post COVID and the, and the lung damage, people don't know that Chimaev is actually, he trained a lot in Switzerland. He moved to Swiss. I think when he was like 13 or 14, it's a good move. It did. He was, his mother and his brother moved there to get them out of, uh, out of Russia. But uh, he, he trained a lot of time with Gustafson. That was his main training partner from 2016 till now. And Gustafson's on the record saying that he's probably one of the hardest fighters he's ever fought. So, I mean, we take that with a, with a grain of salt. You know, a lot of people like to hype up their training partners, but... Right, you always gotta, you gotta go to bat for your boys. You do, but... From, the, from what I've heard on the inside, you know, Chemayev in the gym is just that dude. But I think they say it a lot about these Dagestani guys. And it's all about who can, uh, who can do it when the lights are on. Also, like, uh, Zhang Li, mm-hmm. fucking last fight, beat Ponzanibo. Yeah. Who was, like, no joke. Yeah, no. Before that, those lost Neil Magny. You know, Neil Magny's weird. He's a hard fighter, super athletic. You know, you can't get your offense going against Neil um, because of his athleticism combats it so well. Yeah, actually, no, I, I'm convinced. Now, actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna take Lee. Taking Lee because uh, yeah, Ponzinibbio is like ten times the fighter that Chmaev is already. Wow, you really want to you really want to say that? No, I like Ch- I, I I think the future is bright for Chmaev, but like he's got a I think he's gonna come back to earth a little bit. He's got to come off that high. Yeah. He's not the next. I mean, everyone's really looking for that next Habib. I guess that's just from like the, the star lore, like fading away, which is super interesting because none of you guys liked Habib when he was fighting. And now you're just clamoring for the next one. Whatever. Uh, yeah. I'll take, I take out of all the dogs in this. I think this is the best place to put your money on TBH as a dog. Yes. You're getting value. Yeah, yeah I, think, I, think, I, think, sure. I think you're getting enough value here with enough questions floating around. I like this. Um, yeah, no, I do too. Um, yes, we will be streaming tomorrow. We're going to be doing a live stream uh, for the fights, a little fight companion. Starting at 2, correct, Dan? We yeah, it starts know. at 2 Central, so uh, 3 Eastern, mm-hmm. going head-to-head with college football, so maybe we'll do a little dual action with the TVs. We'll see. Um, Tyler Durden says Vegas isn't usually wrong. Correct, but I don't think a whole lot of people are going to put their money against Chimaev. Like, no, Vegas normally isn't wrong, but I feel like MMA is the one place where you, you can. There's a lot of upsets. There's a lot of there's they're, they're, a lot of upsets, and there's also a lot of like public money deciding what the odds are going to be. Yeah, they want to kind of protect their ass. A lot of people aren't going to bet on Lee. I don't no, think. no, I feel like he's probably the least bet fighter on this card. Um, which brings us off to heavyweight against the Polish monster, Tybor Volkov. So what's the height difference here? Tybor? Mm-hmm. Um, well, I mean, Volkov's what, 6'8"? Yeah. They say Tybor is 6'3 here. That man is six foot best. Yeah. He is no, not. Tybor is. He is. He's probably 5'11". He tries, man. <laughs> he's okay. 
But he's I mean, on. He's on a decent run. He's on a five right run streak. Volkov's. I mean, I wouldn't. He obviously, he, he got pretty worked by Cyril Gan, but like mm-hmm. a lot of people are going to get worked by Cyril Gan. He's not as athletic as Cyril Gan. He's slower than Cyril Gan, but he's better than most heavyweights. So I think I think it's yeah, all about that, like, it's that. It's that body style. He's a top. Probably Volkov's a top five heavyweight in the world, but he's just. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's, he's a, stuck. Uh, right? He was a former division uh, champion, right? Heavyweight of uh, Cage Cage Warriors. I, I think believe so. it was. Yeah, but um, like he's. He's stuck at like five or six, right? No, the heavyweight, and he's just never going to get past that because he has the reach and the skill advantage to dominate a lot of these other heavyweights and to make it a really weird, awkward fight for them. Work the jab, work work the kick from outside, but when he comes up to guys like Sirogon, who's like can equate him in that physicality and then also advance him in the athleticism, he he's got nothing. I don't think Volkov has a has a trick move in his pocket. Volkov doesn't have a come from behind knockout or submission like which is like a, a pretty big hole in his game. Like you need that, that once in a lifetime technique to get you out of stuff. And I think that's why he's stuck at number five. Like he's going to be stuck as that gatekeeper for the heavyweight division, who I thought Derek Lewis was going to be for a little bit. Um, well, Derek, he was beating Derek Lewis's ass until the last 10 seconds of the fight. That's what I'm saying. But I love both of those guys KO'd. at that four or five. If both of those guys are your four and five in the heavyweight division, you have a very exciting heavyweight division. And then Curtis Blades obviously worked him for a decision, five-round decision. Again, I, I expect more to Curtis Blades. You know, I expect Curtis to be a much smarter fighter than he is right now. I expect Curtis to push the pace a little bit more than he does. Curtis has, has really kind of let me down over the last like year and a half, two years, to be right. honest. Right. Um, but uh, what do you what do you what's, right now? Volkov's what's, what's minus three ten. So again, he's part of my little three three man parlay. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, obviously, I think Volkov just kind of works him and probably wins by decision three rounds. Mm-hmm. I think it's just an easy yeah. Decision. I think I think Volkov wins. This is a three round decision. Maybe Tabara gets in and mixes it up with him. But if you look at the people, he's his last on that win streak. Walt Harris, Greg Hardy, Ben Rothwell. I mean, I these feel, are names, but these are not top tier heavyweights right. by I, any I means. I feel bad for Walt Harris. Yeah, he's obviously, they're trying to like serve up Walt Harris a dub, and he just can't get can't it. Get it right now? No. When did he knock out Greg Hardy? Was that the one where they were going back and forth? Is that where Greg Hardy got knocked out in the first? They fight. I don't think they fought. Yeah, they fought in uh, December nineteenth. Oh, I thought you meant Walt Harris. No, 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 no. No, yeah, no, yeah. no, no. the the Greg Hardy fight. Um. And then he fought Taito Abasa right after that and got knocked out in the first round, correct? First Greg Hardy? Oh, Greg Hardy? Yeah. Greg Hardy has... I, I, I don't really keep track with Greg Hardy, but yeah, he so he lost to Volkov, then he beat uh, DeCastro, Green, and then he lost to Tybora and uh, Taito Abasa, mm-hmm. which we saw live. Right, I think, I think we watched both those live. One of them, like Greg Hardy seemed to like try, maybe try to mix it up in the first and then got knocked out and then tied to Avasa just flatlined him pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, is there any Polish power here? You know, he's, he's joined by his fellow countrymen at the top of the, at the top of the card. Is there any like kind of Polish camp going on here where they're all getting behind each other, getting a little inspired? What, 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 are, you, what are you thinking? For Tybora? Mm-hmm. No, no, not no, a shot at all. I don't, uh, he's, yeah, there's no. no uppercut. There's no mixing up and dirty boxing against the cage. You think Volkov's gonna gonna keep his distance and play personal? So he beat Greg Hardy. He beat a pretty wash Ben Rothwell. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm not. I'm not seeing it. No, no. Uh, As yeah. uh, a lot of fighters say, there's levels to this shit. <laughs> there is. And and I, I don't think, think Tybor is there. 
He's one right below it, to be honest. Uh, he's a good top 10 heavyweight, maybe a gatekeeper of the rankings around 15 as well. Uh, is he ranked? Is Tabor ranked? He has to be. He has to be. Yeah, it's not like a super loaded division. No, right? division's so, so scattered right now. I mean, we can bring those up. Let's just go ahead and bring up the UFC heavyweight rankings right now while we got some time to talk about it. Yep. Do you respect the UFC rankings, though? Um, like, what else is there? I mean, there's the overall MMA rankings from, like, MMA World or whatever. MMA Fighting does one. Yeah. Um, Man, the internet not really doing its thing today here in the office. super hot right now. Uh, right now, yeah. Let's check them out. Boom. Here we go. Complete UFC fighter rankings. Francis Ngannou. Ciro yeah, I guess Tybor is fucking eight right now. That's, yeah. Well, he's tied for eight. That's weird that they do it like that. Who is he tied with? If fucking Walt Harris is still in the top 15, so that tells you where the vision is right now. Who am, I, who am I big on early on? I'm big on Chris Dukakis in this division. I'm big on Thomas Bonio in this division. Um, how is tied to Avasa 15? I do not understand that. Where do you that. see him in the top 15? Oh, I'm on World MMA rankings. Okay, yeah. Nice UFC percent. doesn't have him ranked. What? Yeah. That is fucking ridiculous. Um, yeah, it's... The UFC doesn't do their rankings. So we need to come together as like get a better ranking system. Latif is down at 20. I mean, there's some decent guys in this division. I guess they just haven't really updated it that much. But yeah. Ty Tabaro is 11 in the world rankings here. Both the light heavyweight and the heavyweight divisions right now are just kind of super thin. Yeah. There's two French dudes at the top of the heavyweight rankings, and that, that, that bothers me quite a bit. Yeah. Like, 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 like I have, well, do I have, we consider Naganu actually French? He has a France flag it. beside his He's not picture. French. He is, he is Cyril Gans for sure French, but like, I don't consider Francis French. Is that because Cyril Gans is lighter skinned? No, no. Is it his tattoo? His, it's just his attitude, his general demeanor. It is very How French, he carries yes. himself. He's, Cyril Gans is for sure French. <clears throat> Francis is a fucking gangster, dude. He's. Is he Cameroonian or Ivory Coast? He's Cameroon. Yeah. Cameroon. Cameroon. Let me look that up just to double check. I don't yeah. want to get that wrong. No, he's Nigerian. Duh. Oh, duh. Because yeah, 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 they were going to yeah, do the yeah. card with him, Usman, and, and Izzy. Uh, Izzy. Because they're still, like, they're trying to give Izzy Nigerian as well. And Even though he's from New Zealand. I don't but think he's he, ever even been to Africa. He has an ancestry, I guess. Dot com? He did the 23andMe. <laughs> yeah. A little swab up the nose. I wonder if your 23andMe can also test for COVID. I just like uh, in Atlanta when they just. <laughs> <laughs> they they do like the uh <laughs> just the stereotypes of different countries in Africa and they just Nigerians are just untrustworthy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the scammer, the the oh <laughs> what was the Rick and Morty one? It was the the Zigerian scammers. Yeah, that's Nigeria. <laughs> yeah, straight up. Yeah. Just I, on the nose. You got to get that prince out, you know. Right. Uh also Nigeria has like one of the biggest Jerome uh, Carter says Francis is from Cameroon, not Nigeria. Yeah. Cool. Huh. Thank you. Uh, whoever said that? Javon Brown, I believe, right? Uh, Jerron Carter. Oh, Jerron Carter. Mm. Not the same person. Or Jaron. I, I can never get it right. My apologies. Uh, any relation to Dwayne Carter? Also, uh, Colton uh, Weisbrot said Ty is 3-3 three and three in his last six fights, so that's why he's on the fucking top 15. That makes sense. But uh, what's Walt, Walt Harris has to be like 0-5 in his last whatever. Yeah. Right? Yeah. He, I don't remember the last time Walt Harris won a fight. Has he won a fight? I don't know. I Since the UFC it. like actually had divisions? Like Walt Harris might have like fought in like UFC 7 or something. 
He's lost three straight. Yeah, okay. exactly. Yeah. No. All right, a little, little quick summer up of the, the main card. First three, we've got Magomed winning. Uh, we're taking the dog. We're taking Li Zhang over Chemaev in this. And then Are Volkov. we both taking it? Mm, no, I'm taking Chemaev, but I, I think this is the best. I, don't, I just don't see them. I don't see him losing in his comeback fight. I think there's too much money on him, too much hoopla around him. I just don't see it happening. Too much buildup? Yeah, yeah. And I it, if it goes to the judges, I mean, for sure, Chemaev's winning. <laughs> yeah, we're literally in Dubai. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised if Lee doesn't get kneecapped. It's freaking I, Tanya, before like, he goes yeah, out there. Yeah. Or just like uh, they give him a shot that they tell him just like adrenaline or something. And just <gasps> I'm, that would be so hilarious. Paralyzes him mid-fight. They like drug all the opponents mm-hmm. <laughs> in the water. I, would, I wouldn't put that shit past. Like this is fucking, <laughs> we're in the Middle East, dude. It's not the real, it's not the real world either. It's, no, it's there's Dubai so Dubai is its own thing, man. Dubai, I, I, how many bodies are just. It's like Grand Theft Auto. How many bodies are hidden in Dubai? What if they ship them out or like put them in like nuclear vats or something? Probably. Melt down those bones. They don't have to. They have so much goddamn money. That's true. They don't even have to clean up the body. They just shoot someone and they can't, whatever. In the streets and then you just give somebody like a stack of cash. Yeah, you just like throw some money on top of them for the family. And then they shoot it out of a skyscraper. Sometimes they do it. They make it rain out of, they, they shoot money Wait, what? into the sky. Have you ever seen that in Dubai? So they have a money gun attached to a skyscraper that just like shoots. Like a money fucking rocket launcher that just poofs into the, the sky and the money falls down and rains. Dan, what are we doing here? Well, we got to get to it. It's like a $30,000 plane ticket to Dubai. Especially if you want to fly first class, which you do. You have to, yeah. or else I think you're poor. And we're not, you know, we're, we don't have the Instagram following as a thotty. No. You know, we're not going to have like an oil prince. Is there any closeted gay oil princes in Dubai who would fly me and Dan out? So we can go to Fight Island? Yeah. For tomorrow? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't think we're going to make it. If there are any closeted gay Saudi or princes who watch this show closetly and want to fly me and Dan out to Dubai, um, DM me right now. Uh, my bags are packed. We're ready to go. Uh, let's do it. Let's get after it. A lot of good golf there, too. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, like, I, uh, just like, me uh, and you on the links. MC or uh, Tyler Durden said, uh, great night golf. You can actually play at night because they have the lights and stuff. Yeah. Oh, probably feels so good on your skin, too. Uh-huh. Dude, with a little tan, you already got the beard. You put, you put the hat on. You, you fit right in. Mm-hmm. I think, I think we got a plan. I think we got a contingency plan. We escaped to Dubai. <laughs> yeah, I'm making no sense right now. So next person on the card. <laughs> I have bad memories with Dubai, so I don't want to talk about Dubai. You, have, you secretly went there? Before? No, I never went. <laughs> oh, was that where your dude was? Hmm? Okay. My what? The Fugazi? Fugazi? What are you talking about? The foot dude? No. No, 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 different. No, no, that guy's in Texas. Oh, really? Yeah, I've sold thousands of dollars of feet picks to that guy. Does he just show up at your house ever? No, he's never showed up. Okay, he can't track me. And if he does, I'll put his, my foot in his ass. He'd which he probably won't. Love that. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think Dan Hooker's going to put his foot in Islam Makachev's ass? I hope because I uh, took a flyer on Dan Hooker. <laughs> Go ahead and just read the Dan Hooker odds right now. Uh, Dan Hooker right now uh, is plus four twenty on my bookie. Um, that's it? Islam's minus 620, so. What's Dan Hooker for KO, Submit, or TKO? Yeah, I don't know, man. It, Scroll you're down. Asking, you're asking me to find props on my bookie. 
I guess I'll, I'll look for Dan Hooker. You're making me do extra work. I don't like it. I don't care for it. You don't care to make more money, Dan? You're Dan the cash register. I know. I don't think they put up the props till actually day of. I could have swore I saw him earlier. Yeah. But, um, anywho. Habib plus hands versus the dude Michael Chandler knocked out in 45 seconds. Okay, well. Is that not how we're describing this? Let's, let's roll that back. Let's Hooker just, a little bit more credit. Should we? Yeah. Why? <laughs> I feel like that was uh, not the best indication of who he is. Okay. I'm listening. All right. I mean, go, go, ahead, go ahead and sell me on the hangman. Went to decision in a good fight against Dustin Poirier. Who is what? Probably the best pound for pound, fifty five pound in the world yeah. right now. So I mean, he went he went the distance and had a good fight with DP at what weight class though? The same weight class. They didn't fight at forty five. No, fifty five. Ah, it was in twenty twenty. You're right. Beat You're Paul right. Felder. Uh, Paul Felder filling in on six days notice. Whatever. Uh, still yeah. good, really good fight. Uh, James Vick knocked him out. Uh, beat Ala Aquinta, former champion. Aquinta. Um, lost to Edson Barboza, whatever. Beat Gilbert Burns, by the way. Hmm. Mm-hmm. At 55, though. Right. Different Gilbert, but yeah. Aren't right, but that's... I'm still Gilbert Burns. Still, 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 still Gilbert Burns. Beat fucking Jim Miller, who just came off a dub. I think we need to put a little respect on Dan Hooker. Is all I'm saying. And with these odds, if you're getting four to one odds on Dan Hooker, I mean, who's Islam beat? Why don't you go through the names of Islam? I mean, no, I, I know nobody wants to fight Islam. He's the guy in the division everyone's ducking. But who's he fought? Submitted Drew Dauber. Submitted Tiago Moises. Easily. Yeah. And then before that, a lot of no names. Yeah, pretty much no one. Drew Dauber's his best win? Yeah. Okay. Sure. That's because no one will fight the man. I get it. I get it. But, I mean, I think Hooker, this, uh, we will learn a lot about Islam this week. Are you familiar with Josh the Punk Thompson? Former Bellator champion. I believe he was also a UFC champion maybe at a certain time. AKA, you know, American Kickboxing Academy. Um, says Islam Makachev is the best fighter in the world. Okay. Co-host of the Cutting Weight Podcast with Big John McCarthy. I guess you know when someone like that talks, you know you got to listen to it. You got to you got to like take that with a grain of salt. And uh, how I don't see how Dan Hooker beats him. How tell me how Dan Hooker beats Islam Makhachev? Does he take him in the deep water? Does he work the jab? Does he does he does he he circle on the outside of the cage? Has Islam actually been like caught ever? I, I don't know about the chin. Are we supposed to just give every fucking dude from Dagestan like the fucking until <laughs> they the lose? Doubt, yes, the benefit of the doubt that they have a chin. Yes. yes, I don't think so. I think we bet on the Dagestani until also Islam's lost. Yeah, once he's not undefeated. Once, sure. And again, again, in like Cage Warrior or Brave. I forget which one organization he lost in. Also to another uh, Eastern European. And he got caught, right? Yeah. Uh, Dan Hooker's fucking lanky, man. He's not, he's, not, he's not a lanky submission artist. He's not going to catch you on a flying guillotine. He's not Imanari He might rolling. catch you with like a flying knee. 
I just don't see it hitting clean. I think Dan's a better probably striker. Maybe. And he, did, he, got, he got knocked out by Chandler. It's I think great. it's very similar to great. the Chandler fight as far as body types go. Big, strong shoulders, explosive, powerful hooks, smart. I would say Islam's probably a smarter a fighter pick. than Michael Chandler. I'm not saying it's a good pick. I'm just saying I picked the goddamn man. I, p- I picked the hangman, and I'm going to hang myself with that rope. Maybe. Or maybe I come back on Monday looking like a jackass. Or tomorrow, because we'll be here. <laughs> Watching it live. Watching it live. Clearly, I remember that. Yeah, I know you jerk off to Islam fights every night. That's your guy. Not so much jerking off as is like rubbing the butthole. I, I don't really penetrate. I just kind of circle. You're just appreciating it. greatness. I get it. Yeah. But yeah. no, you know, he's going to take a step back here. I think Dan Hooker's got this. I do hate it when the dudes have the beard without the mustache. Yeah. It looks weird. Just, just the LeBron neck beard. It's just, yeah, it's just all of this. But, like, nothing's connecting it, so it's just like, uh, uh, uh. Yeah, you look like a video game character. Someone just shaded too much. I yeah. Don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, a little, I mean, and a little soul patch, too. I don't think he respects, uh, obviously, Dan Hooker is a fill-in, right? This was supposed to be RDA. It was supposed to be RDA. I think Dan Hooker's the harder fight than RDA. I do, too. And I, I don't know if Islam's ready for this. <clears throat> Let me throw this out there for you. Because most of the 55 dance partners are taken up, most of the fights have been kind of laid out for the next six to eight months. Would you rather lose to Islam or take the chance of losing to someone else or not having a fight? Like, it would be really sad if you're the guy in musical chairs was left out and you can't fight for another 10 to 12 months because you have no one to fight with. I mean, Islam could win this and then just not never get a title shot because nobody wants to fight him. So he'll never keep moving. (laughs) He'll fight this and then he'll fight Benil. I guess. I, 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 I would, like, there is no information about this out there on the internet, and I will put money that Islam will fight Benil Darish after this fight, most likely. I don't think he takes much damage here. You don't think Benil's ducking him? I think the UFC will make that happen. Okay. Because those are the two, I just feel like they put them together. Okay. Uh, let's move on, shall we? Yeah, I think Islam wins this in the second round via knockout. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, guess, I mean, I, obviously, he's a minus six whatever favorite, so. Right. I mean, it's not really a It's a, a brave stretch. take at minus 620. But these next two, I think they're tossing fights both. I love this fight. And again, uh, I'm hanging myself with this underdog rope. But I, 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 I'm, I talked to myself, Corey Sanhagen, plus 170. Is that even a dog? He's going to do the damn thing after not deserving the title shot. Even though he beat TJ. He, I was on TJ. And I was very happy with the result. But I think Corey Sanhagen probably beat him 3-2. to two. Where did Corey Sanhagen lose that fight against TJ? Rounds four and rounds five. Championship fights. Where does Jan produce his best work? Four and rounds five. four and five. Yeah. I'm on Corey big on this too. And I really feel this Corey train. But he's got to knock him out first three rounds. Or win those first three rounds handedly. Because Jan, he don't stop coming. No. He's a fucking zombie. No, he just... And he's so good, and he just gets smoother. It's like you hit him, and it just recharges him, and he's just walking you down, and his shoulders are up, and it's just... I know it happened pretty recently, but I would, I would like to see Jan fight that last version of fucking Jose Aldo we just saw. Yeah. I want, I want that fight again. I think, it, I think Aldo could probably... Aldo's got to get himself back in this division. He is. No, I mean... He's like... fighting... Um, isn't he... 
Is he fighting Rob Font? I think he is. Yeah. I think, I think that's who Rob Font's matched up with, which I think is an easy win for Jose. But like, he's still got to crack those top four dudes of TJ, Corey, Jan, and Sterling. I don't, Sterling might not. And then isn't Zabit still in that? Or is he no, long, no, no, long no. away from somewhere? I mean, fucking, it's, it's a fucking mess <clears throat> right now with uh, the way, I mean, Sterling's out for who knows how long. TJ's he out He has for, to get stripped. How have they not stripped him yet? I think they are, right? This is a title shot, so. No, this is an interim. Right. Which like, is even more interesting because obviously TJ Dillashaw, number one contender right now. Can we all agree on that as America? After be, after being off for two years, coming back and beating Corey Sanhagen, TJ Dillashaw is the number one contender. But who not, does he fight? Not if Sanhagen wins. If Sanhagen beats Jan and becomes the interim champion, they have to combine they the championships. Because Sterling choked out Sanhagen too. So like first round. Again. You have to have that fight, though. In the same way Gon is fighting Angani, you have to unify the belt. So if one of them is walking away with the interim championship. you got to keep people busy, too. So I think TJ will probably end up fighting the winner of Rob Font and Jose Otto. I don't think TJ takes that fight. I think he might have to. I, don't I think th- they might force him to. You can't. You can't after what he's... After, it's after. too crowded. Stir- I mean, it, you gotta not. You got to be active. you got to keep going. Dan, I think Dana's just going to do it. Like This is what he... The winner of Jan Sanhagen probably fights Sterling if he's back in time. And then TJ is going to fight the winner of Rob Font and uh, Jose Aldo. I think that's the move. And then that, the, the winner fighting TJ is the number one contender slot. Cause, I mean, that was TJ's you first fight. You can't, you can't. You, TJ never lost the title, bro. EPO lost the title, yeah. You cheated. You, you lost the title. It's the same thing as fucking... He wasn't... He, Jan, how, how can you cheat at a weight Jan class you never lost in? the title because he fucking needs Sterling in the head. Like, No, no. Sterling's hand was raised in that fight. Like, TJ never walked into the cage and walked out a loser. You cheated. You, at you a lose, different weight class. You lose the title. It doesn't matter. You cheated. Let's talk about that real quick. Okay. If you get caught cheating in one division, should you be stripped at another division? I mean, obviously, because he was... Because you're suspended for two years. Correct. But... I I just... I don't know. Something Also, TJ's out for however long. He's got, like, a fucked up knee. TJ... I think TJ's back as of January. TJ could fight January 1, I bet. Maybe, but like, he's but it's, it's, gonna... it's really important when he comes back and lets the world know that he's back and ready to fight. Sure, because it's all about angling. One thirty-five this... is loaded, so like, I'm telling you, there, this is what's going to happen. The winner of this fight, this title, this interim title fight, is going to fight Sterling if he comes back in time, and they're going to keep TJ busy, and they're going to have TJ fight the winner of Rob Font, Jose Aldo. That's going to be like a number one contender fight to fight the winner of Sterling and whoever wins this. It's really hard to tell a former champion that he was in a number one contender fight. Beats the guy who is now he was out for two years champion. and won one fight that was very controversial and most people agree Corey Sanhagen won. He won that fight with one eye and a torn ligament in his knee after round one. He won by decision with judges that most people in the world don't agree with. Massive cut on his face, couldn't see out of his eye, torn ligaments in his knee. Sure. One fight against Corey is not going to get you a title shot. It's just not going to happen. A loss to TJ got Corey a title shot. It's just like <clears throat> musical chairs, though. Like, if Sanhagen wins this, and I think he is going to win this fight, it's going to 
bring up a lot of questions like, hey, man, like he owes this guy a title shot. He owes this guy a title shot because he lost to these two. Like, it's just going to be a lot of uh, maybe fuck it. Maybe do Sterling and uh, TJ for the number one contenders slot. I don't know. Let's just have fun with it. Who cares? MMA is supposed to be fun. Just fuck make make it like a King of the Ring type tournament. Give us give us a fucking Grand Prix. You're literally asking them to go back to UFC one. Yeah, why not? <laughs> they had it right in the beginning, guys. Who? What did we know? Just run, trying just, to make it a sport. No, no. PFL does it. No. Okay. Shouts to Kayla Harrison. It's a really terrible product. PFL. Yeah. I like the idea. I like the idea too. They, the execution leaves a lot to be done. It feels like when they tried to do that real pro wrestling thing in like 2006 on PAX. Daniel Cormier was a part of that too. Um, where they were like literally wrestling on top of a pyramid and you could like fall off and roll off the pyramid into the crowd. Like it was just. I like that. Let's do that. Well, it was also on PAX TV. <laughs> if anyone fucking remembers Is that. Before that. Spike. Oh, it was way worse. It was like the, the public version of Spike. Okay. Um, no, I, I honestly, 135 so loaded, though, I wouldn't mind like a Grand Prix to decide the champion. That's what Bellator does now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We dislike those products. I don't know why. I don't know. I just, I don't know. If, if, it feels like prize fighting shouldn't be the way to go, but it's what we've gravitated towards and what works, so. I guess. I, I think know. we like the speculation. I think we enjoy the matchmaking yeah. aspect of it. I think we enjoy the MMA People math. getting boned. And, yeah, I think yeah that's part be- of the product. That's part of UFC. That's part of the, the company, the culture. It's, it, it gets people talking about the product. And that's what's going to end up happening. I mean, I love the people when fucking Rob Font won against um, Corey, or not Cody. Yep. When he beat Cody. I think it was his last fight, too. And they're like, yeah, get, yeah Rob Font needs a title shot. It's like, dude. There's so many other people that deserve a fucking title shot before Ralph Vaughn. For beating Cody Garbert. Yeah. Who is now moving down to 125. And probably won't do well there either. We'll see. It's so weird. Like, these divisions can be, like, flat for a little bit, and a couple of these guys will, like, shoot up through it, and then it's like, oh, you're not really at the level, That's because we're prisoners of the moment in every sport, especially with fighting. It's like... You one big knockout, I'll just and you just forget. Put so, you on, yeah. I mean, if TJ is out for like another year or so, like he might just get pushed back. He's not. I think he is. Like people are legit in chatter saying there's no chance in hell he's going to be ready in January. Did any of you watch the last fight companion that he was on with Brennan Schaub after post surgery? I saw. I think I saw him Go. interview with uh, Ariel. Fuck Ariel Hawani. Uh, continue. <laughs> Why? He's just a douche. Okay. He's an overall giant douchebag who's super elitist, thinks he knows everything about MMA and that ESPN and the world should bow down, suck his dick, and pay him a bunch of money. Fuck you, Ariel Hawani. It's a strong take. So who do you like in this fight, though? Let's get back to fucking Sanhagen and Jan. How, how's this going to play out? The actual fight. Jan. Jan. Mm-hmm. Just really just takes us into deep waters, fourth, fifth round. People don't give enough credit for pressure and pace. If you can put a pace on someone and make them fight in another style for 25 minutes, they will not last with you. Fedor was the king of this back Shouts in the day. Shouts to Fedor for Sh- the, the dub. Shouts to Fedor for the recent weekend. dub. I know. Still at it. What is he, like 60 years old? 
who knows <laughs> literally <laughs> no but like when you can weaponize pace it, it it changes the fight forever and you can take a super amazing fighter and you put them in a difficult position or you put them in a pace that they're not comfortable with and all of a sudden those tools fade and those tools fade quickly Everything that was a knockout punch or a knockout combination before barely does damage. Then all of a sudden you're getting returned on the counter punch. Then you're getting pushed up to the cage and all of a sudden you just got taken down. And you never get taken down. I think, I think this is what someone needs to finally do to Izzy to kind of break him in a way. It's like you just have to take the pace there. And I think Piotr Jan's well, I mean, Izzy got out. broken by a man we're about to talk about soon. Eh, a different weight class and he got taken down and smothered there. And just, yeah. I think the weight was he too much smished. for him. Smeeshed for five rounds. Um, the over-under for this, actually, uh, this going to the distance is favored right now, minus 135. So uh, any type of decision before, the, or not decision, but like knockout or submission before that's plus 105. I can see Corey submitting him. Something crazy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Flurry. I mean, this is going to be an entertaining fight. I think this is... This is, is fight of the night. Yes. This is fight of the night for yes. sure. No matter what, which way it goes, this is going to be a banger, mm-hmm. as the kids like to say. Uh, yeah, let's get to the main event. The main event of the evening. The Jan Blakowicz versus Glover Teixeira for the light heavyweight championship of the world. Which tells you everything you need to know about the light heavyweight division right now. I love the Polish power. I love Jan. Um, love him making money for me against Dominic Reyes. Love him winning fucking title great great story starting to hit his fucking peak at the end of his career always great to see but i'm talking myself into the dog again plus 230 glover to wins the title maybe goes out on top i don't know maybe retires after this if there's ever a lane or an avenue for a 42 year old man to be ufc champion not named randy couture it is right now Glover Teixeira wins the belt, walks off into the sunset. As powerful as Jan is. I don't know how many titles or fights he has left on his contract, but... It's probably his last one. But if you win the title, I think you have a mandatory two more. But you have to? You can't just retire? I think you can, but then your con... It's like automatically on your contract, so if you retire, the UFC has to then release you to go fight somewhere else. Uh, It's like it's the George St. Pierre thing that's going on right now. Um, Yeah, I just, you know, you look at Jan Blachowicz at 28 and 8. So, you know, I think we like to think of him as this end of, like, feedable monster, like, post-John Jones, especially with that fight against Izzy. Well, hasn't fought John Jones. Well, post the division post-John Jones, excuse me. Because for the longest time, that we didn't care about the division. Uh, it was boring, you know, post-Leota Machida flying knee. Like, it's just... We didn't care about 205 because of John. Now we care again, and we've got Jan Blahovich in there, and he just beat Israel Adesanya, who we you know, rank up there is probably the best striker, one of the best pound for pound fighters in the sport. So I think we then, we put Jan up there as well and beat Luke Rockhold, beat Jacare. Sure. Uh, But yeah, I mean, not too long ago, lost to uh, Tiago Santos. The hammer. The hammer. Um, Again, I think he's just starting to find something late in his career. I don't necessarily think we think of him as this like, if anything, he's been, underappreciated and underrespected his entire career. Well, I think so. I mean, he almost quit, right? Back when he was fighting in the uh, Polish Polish leagues. And then his like girlfriend or wife had to convince him to keep fighting and keep training. And then all of a sudden he got a UFC contract like a little bit after that mm-hmm. and came back into it. Um, Talking a lot of shit to uh, Corey Anderson recently. 
I don't know why. Yeah, that's a little weird. I don't, I don't really <laughs> quite understand that. What are you doing, man? He's not even in UFC. No. Oh, no, because Corey, uh, Corey just won the, the Bellator. Bellator tournament yeah. and said he's the best uh, light heavyweight in the, in the world. And then Jan was But, like, like, he shouldn't even be on your radar. Like, bro, he's... I, he was calling him out on Twitter, I think. He was really talking a lot of shit. And Jan was like, you had a mediocre UFC career, then walked to the second, div- the second organization. You think you're the best? Like, what? No. Which is fine. Like, if you, if you, want, if you want to shot the king, come back to the, come back to the UFC. Um, God damn it. Is this, is this fight decided on the ground? Um, hopefully, right? Because if I, if you're t- if you're on to sh- to share, you want this to go to the ground. No, you do, but you know he's and he, Clover took share at this point in his life is a, like a fully rounded mixed martial artist. Yep, you know he's not terrible on his feet. You know he knows no. what he's doing there. He's, yeah, yeah. You know, former training partner of Chuck Liddell. You know he's he's been around there with some punchers. We don't actually know if he's forty two or whatever. He's right, probably older. Probably, probably. I mean, I think he's a training partner of everyone at this point in time with how long he's been in the sport. <sighs> God damn! I just can't get the the visuals of him knocking Anthony Smith's teeth out mm-hmm. out of my head. <laughs> yeah, and just for the value, like I like I love Jan, but like the story feels the good. Juice. I need the juice. Bro, you've got so much juice all over this card. Oh, so much juice. Just one, one or two I have to hit. <laughs> like, really just one? Really one, yeah. Oh. To, like, at least break even, just need one. Just need that Dan Hooker. Oof. Yeah, Dan Hooker. God, Glover. What does Glover do to win, have to do to win this fight? He has to stay away from the, the heavy punches. But where does he put Jan to, to, to dominate? Against the cage. Against the cage. Circle out. Underhook. He can't walk Yon down, though, right? Mm. He's going to... I imagine Glover is going to be very cautious. I don't think he's going to be pushing the fight forward. I think Glover looks quite a bit like Yoel Romero in this fight. <laughs> I... I... Does... Does the weight of the event and the evening get to Glover? As like the last shot, the last hooray, you've made this big run up to the title, like way past expectation. It's like, does he tie it all in a bow or does he fall short? And like, you know, he's a mentally tough guy. He's been around like, does he take this opportunity? Uh, Honestly, like this is the last hoorahs, last bang for... Probably both of them, right? Because if Jan Blockowitz loses the title here, I don't necessarily like. I don't think Dana's going to give him a, a fucking rematch anytime soon. You don't think he gets an immediate rematch? No, no. I think Yuri comes right in and steals the title from Glover. True. I think Yuri's the dude. I think he's that's that's the future right there. I don't think so, to be honest. It is. I, just, I don't think Yuri's at the level. I think Yuri's entertaining. I think Yuri's fun. I takes a lot of shots. Yeah, too many shots. Very interesting style. But he is that. I think that is who Dana ideally wants to build the division around. Okay, can we say this real quick? Paula Costa is ranked ninth or eighth at two hundred five, with never fighting a fighter. I know. And he's going to move up, and he's probably not going to be able to do a whole lot of damage. 
No, no, no. He's, already, he's, no, no, he's already ranked at light heavyweight. Right, I know. The reason he's good at 185 is because of his size. Not necessarily anything he does. No. He's entertaining, but he's not like a super polished fighter. This just now makes the first fight of that card so much more interesting. Like, watch Magomed on He could be the next big thing in 205. Dan says no and started text instead, but, you know, that's cool. Uh, you think Paul Acosta is going to do something in 205? I mean, he could. It's probably an easier division. No. no. Okay. I think... He- I think he loses to Johnny Walker, Tiago Santos, or any of those other I would like to see him fight Johnny Walker. That's amazing. Give me that fight. Give me a fight night card with them headlining. Johnny Walker. Five rounds, Johnny Walker. Let's do it. Let's do it. That's a banger. That's a banger. See, now we're back to having fun in the sport. Um, But my official pick for this is we have at least one more year of Jan Blachowicz as light heavyweight champion before the division gets uh, stirred up enough. Okay. I mean, again, whoever wins this fight, I think, or whoever loses this fight actually is just not going to sniff the title anytime soon. No, nah, they probably get Anthony Smith next. God, why? <laughs> I don't. I don't have anything against Anthony Smith. No, I'm because it's re- it's Anthony really Smith. easy to give Anthony Smith a title shot if he beats someone who just was at for a title shot. Even though if that's a forty-two year old, it's just like I don't even. Yeah, I don't dislike Anthony Smith. I, I, I'm just tired of him. Is that is that saying a lot? I don't know. Just put him in the booth. Put a suit on. Yeah, him, honestly, he's he's good in the booth. Put him in the booth. He's he's good defending his home against invaders. Yeah, I guess. Um, but I just don't want to see him in a title fight anytime soon. No, I just don't. I don't know. The whole division. I hate. We could, let's scrap the division. Really, after this fight, let's just scrap the division. <laughs> You're literally wanting to put another division between that and heavyweight. Why don't we just go from 185 to 260 then? Yeah, why not? (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Fuck it. I don't know. Just put, if Yuri doesn't win the title anytime soon, I'd scrap the division. 205, I'm not, I don't want to see any of these fights. Jan versus Francis? That heavyweight? Yeah, sure. Francis can't drop the 205. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Get rid of 205. Everyone from there goes to heavyweight. Yeah, why not? Everyone just, no more weight cuts. <laughs> You're just going up. All right. Wait. I mean, Stipe was what? Fucking like 230 his last fight? He was, I think he's been as low as like 220. Yeah, he's, that's not a heavyweight. <laughs> Does should Stipe we, drop should, the 205? Should we end the show with the disrespect of our mans? Can Stipe drop the 205 is the real question. Probably. At this point? Yeah. Maybe that's his move. That would inter- make the division interesting. It would, yeah, Jan, 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 Yuri. I, I don't think he plus, can get. The, I honestly don't think he can make two hundred five. He's very tall. He's yeah. a big head. He looks fucking small as shit right now, and he's two thirty. That's true. I also have to poop really bad. Um, this has been really fun. All right, so, so official picks, picks. Just kind of go through these. I'm gonna do mine because I'm literally about to run to the bathroom and diarrhea. Yep. Uh, but let me go ahead and pull. The whole card up again. I can just do it off. Yeah, ahead. Just off I'll just go Magomed. I'm, I'm going Dagestani all the way through. Magomed. Uh, then we got Chemaev. Then we got Volkov. Then we're probably going to go Pyotr Jan. And, oh, sorry. Uh, uh, Islam, Pyotr Jan, and Jan. All right, so we disagree with like every fight. Yeah. Which I like. Yes. It changes things up. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, straight down the middle. Uh, you go Team G or Team D. Um, 
We'll see you guys tomorrow night. Yeah, see you tomorrow afternoon. Because yeah. that's when the card is. I'll go say. Yeah. Uh, I gotta poop. Say, say goodbye. No, I'll, I'll make you wait. God, I'm you literally. Go. Okay, but I'm, I'm waiting. Bye.